hello and welcome back to the mini-sode. This is Penny Sansaberry and Amy Cornell, and this is the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Mini-sode podcast. So today, this is this is a topic that has, and Amy and I were, when we were talking before we started recording, we were mentioning how this could be a much broader conversation, but we want to try to keep this to the, the mini-sode structure, and we can certainly elaborate on it later. Uh, but there are a lot of tethers to this conversation in terms of hanging your star or anchoring your book to something that is part of a news cycle that's trending and almost at an end, right? Which I guess is, or even seasonally or something that is already past. Yes. Exactly. I think this happens a lot, Penny, and we, we get a lot of authors that come to us and while they're explaining their book and, you know, to give them some credit, a lot of times it happens because they're very passionate about a particular topic. Yeah. You know, it's, it's something that means a lot to them or something that they have experience with. And they use that to kind of fuel how they structure their book and their storyline and things like that without realizing that it can end up being very limiting when it comes to quickly and easily being able to translate that to a potential buyer, you know, cause we've talked about in a recent episode, how, you know, if you can't get somebody excited about your book in less than 10 seconds, then you're probably going to have a hard time converting that shopper into a buyer once they land on your Amazon page. Right. Yeah. And I think that's what gets lost a lot of times when you're dealing with, like you said, timely news topics, things that are trending, um, there's a lot of social and political issues that end up getting roped into this that, again, authors feel passionate about and they want to work it in because it means something to them, not realizing that when you're trying, when you're on that next phase where you're trying to market your book and share the appeal with people that not only they may not fully get it to the extent that if you make them think too hard, they're just not going to buy you know, we'll just put that right out there. If they have to start thinking about it, you've lost them already. Right. And then there's that other element of potentially turning off a broader reader base because you are so hyper-focused on projecting this very specific element of your book that you lose people that normally might really love what you've written under, you know, under a typical circumstance if, if it was presented to them in a slightly different way. Right, exactly. I think that I think that where it where it gets tricky is that authors may start with the concept of I'm going to write something. Let's just let's just use the pandemic, right? As as a, I'm just gonna I'm I'm going to write something about the pandemic, and it's going to be a you know great story about whatever. Okay. By the time the book comes out, God willing, um, this will be. Uh, <laughs> You know, I mean, we said this in, like, I remember in March, I'm like, well, two weeks to slow the spread and we'll be done. And then a year later, here we are. But at the same time, you have to consider how long will this news cycle last, right? So as you are thinking about what you're going to anchor your story to, is the news cycle already moving on? Um, are, are we moving on from that story? And it's amazing. It is absolutely mind-blowing how fast the news moves on from stuff, right? It really is so amazing. Just, you know, being aware of things that are, that may be at an end when your book launches, let's say in the fall, right? Is 
are lockdowns still going to be part of the conversation? Are we going to be back to normal or more than normal? Are people really going to want to talk about it? Right. It's um, going to be that thing that nobody wants to discuss anymore. And then you're really screwed. <laughs> I mean, I already get annoyed when TV shows incorporate like mask wearing. Not that I'm like, don't like wear masks. Like I get it, but I'm like, oh, can I just not want, can I just watch this TV show and have it just be normal? Right. Right. It's my fantasy time. Like I, I have to <laughs> from the real world. <laughs> this is my vacation time. I just want to forget. I just want to forget what's going on. So I think that, you know, it's a much broader conversation, I realize, in the compressed time that we have. But really thinking about, and you gave an example of, Amy, when we were talking before the show about a historical fiction book. Um, and the author really wanted to anchor it to PTSD, but it wasn't really about PTSD, right? Yeah, it was, you know, and he had a lovely cover and it was about a soldier that was a child during World War II. Um, it was, and it was actually a series. And it was a, an awesome biographical historical fiction novel. But he really felt, the author itself, going back to that, he felt really passionate about bringing to light the PTSD element of what this individual in the book, the soldier, went through and things like that. But it really, there wasn't enough of it in there to where letting PTSD be the primary focus of how that book should be marketed, really, it didn't make any sense in that regard, you know? Because there's a lot of historical fiction lovers out there that, and those that read the book reviewed it very positively, you know? But nobody, you know, caught on to that PTSD element as much as the author had envisioned, if that makes sense. So yeah. Absolutely. That, that was a real challenge when it came to marketing it because, you know, we had to kind of push back a little bit and say, listen, we're going to start this with historical fiction fans because we think they will really they will really like this book. But if we beat them over the head with this PTSD element, we're going to run into people that are like, well, that's not really my thing, you know? Right. So we, we had to be really careful and it was a delicate dance. And, and fortunately, he trusted us and it, and it ended up you know, doing pretty well, but that's just, that is a very, it's a good example of how tricky it can get and how you have to be very strategic when you have elements like that, especially in fiction, I think, where, where people expect, they're not expecting an update, you know, oh, here's the 2021 edition of my fiction novel, you know, (laughs) updated to fit the current news cycle. It's like, that's not exactly the plan with fiction, you know? Well, but the other thing, though, too, is, is that I would have, so if I had just, obviously, we worked with this author, so we loved the book, but if I had just happened on this book, I love World War II historical fiction, I probably would have said, I don't know if I want to get into um, one person's, you know, one person dealing with PTSD, so keep in mind, and and, and then if I, you know, had, had picked up the book and I would have seen that it was maybe only 10 or not even 20% of the story, be careful what you anchor your story to because sometimes the anger can actually sink the ship, right? So be mindful of both big, broader messages that you anchor to as well as things that are, frankly, um, you know, passing um, news cycles that are, um, you, you know, news cycles that are going to shift. For example, we're, when we're recording this, so Larry King died over the weekend. And there are a few Larry King books that are being pushed out there, and I'm seeing them sort of on Amazon. But sadly, you know, in another week, we'll have moved on. So if you're sitting there writing your book about Larry King, thinking, I'm going to get this book out there, 
there are going to be fans of his that are going to want to read it, but it isn't going to be a top news cycle anymore. Does that make sense? That's a very good point, Penny. And again, we're already, we predicted that this conversation could go on much longer, but I think you make sure. a very good point that these elements that we're talking about that can be very tricky, um, you know, be strategic and be prepared to use them as ways that you, you want to pitch maybe for interviews and things like that when it is timely. Yeah. And then be prepared to shift away from those when it's time, you know, and have a new way to present the book or a different way. So I think testing those elements works much better in, in very specific pitching that you may do versus your overall kind of marketing plan for your book. Yeah, I agree with that. Thank you again so much for tuning in. This is Penny Sansevier and Amy Cornell, and this is the mini-sode, the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast. Bye-bye.